Welcome to the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I'm Nicole, an equine assisted empowerment coach for creatives. Along with my horses, I am here to guide you to a more empowered and authentic creative life. Each week, I will dive into industry and inner work topics and offer tools and resources, including some horse wisdom and or share an interview with a fellow creative about their personal journey. If you are ready to begin living your creative purpose and a life of more joy and meaning, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back. Uh, you may have noticed that there was not an episode last week. I, uh, it was my husband and my seventh wedding anniversary, and also the anniversary, uh, one year anniversary of buying our property. And, um, we decided that we needed to, uh, get away. So we got an Airbnb and we went away for a few days and so happy that we made the decision to do that. Um, we probably have not been away together without kids in four or five years and it was, uh, long overdue. So we, um, you know, I'm glad that we, stopped making excuses and stopped saying we didn't have the time or the money and we just did it. And that is kind of a segue into what we're going to be talking about today. So uh, first question for you, how often do you find yourself telling someone or yourself that you can't do something for some reason or another? You know, you don't have the money. It's usually number one or number two, you don't have the time you wouldn't be good at it, so on. Um, you know, we all have our kind of go-to thing that is a reason why we can't do something we actually really want to do. And how often you actually do this would probably surprise you, especially when it comes to things like, um, you know, surrounding your career, uh, hobbies that you've been meaning to get into, um, a biggie, self-care. We all put that off way too much. And I get really worked up about this topic because I was so deep in this mindset at one time and I still struggle with it. And, you know, we think that often we think that external circumstances are to blame. You know, this past year, obviously, COVID was a major (laughs) external circumstance that affected a lot of people. I mean, so many of my friends in the creative industry were laid off. I mean, it's just been an, an awful rough year. Uh, with many things happening on top of COVID. And, um, you know, sometimes it's just easier to blame everything else that's going on. We fall victim to it. And that's what it becomes. It's easier to just be the victim than to do the work necessary to shift what's actually going on inside of us or in our personal lives. And, um, but everything starts with us. And in order to understand, you know, where these thoughts and these uh, arguments come from, we have to take a step step back and um, dive a little bit deeper into ourselves and into uh, those limitations that we've created. And when I started this kind of self-development journey, if you will, one of the exercises that I did was to um, write down all of the negative thoughts that I had in a day. And uh, I like to call this thought tracking. And I, uh, by the way, I actually did this exercise 
uh, in my mini creative empowerment workshop. So if you're interested, um, those videos are still up and you can join the Creative Catalyst Studio on Facebook. Um, the videos are still in there and you can just do that on your own time. So if you're interested, you can go find that there. Um, there's other exercises in there as well. But thought tracking literally changed everything for me. Uh, like I knew I could be negative about things, but until I actually started counting how many awful things I said to myself a day, I, I had no clue. I really had no clue. Um, so I would recommend if you would like to do some thought tracking that you start by taking count of any kind of negative thought you have about yourself, um, or at all in regards to anything really, uh, track it for one to three hours. And, uh, because if you haven't done this work before, you'll be shocked at how awful you are to yourself and how often you actually do it. And so it can be a lot. Um, you know, what I learned was that most of the thoughts were about myself and that there were a whole lot of them. I mean, it was almost nonstop when I first did this. It was, it was crazy. It was like, no wonder, no wonder I feel awful. Um, so some examples that, you know, might be for you is like, I'm not good enough to get a raise. No one wants to help me. I won't be respected unless I'm in this certain position, uh, or I'm not meant to do this, uh, be in this industry because this job didn't work out. Um, or I have to know, well, this is a big one. If I, I have to know how to do something before I can do this other thing, you know, this, um, kind of imposter syndrome, we never know enough, um, to do what we want to do. And, you know, it's just, it's no wonder we feel like we never make any progress or we're never moving toward something because we're constantly bullying ourselves into our safe little corners. And this type of thinking is what creates discord in our minds and our bodies and our actions contradict what we really want. So we're just completely out of alignment. If I go to my horses and I have, you know, some of these limiting beliefs running through my brain, um, you know, like I don't know what I'm doing. Um, they tell me instantly horses are prey animals and by nature they can feel our energy and they react to that instantly. So they're kind of a mirror for our energy and you can't lie to a horse. Like they know when the insides don't match the outsides and it's the same way like they know when a predator that's going by, they're either hungry and they're hunting or they're just stopping by the, you know, um, watering hole for a drink. So it's, it's just in their nature. And they're always the first to tell me if I need to pay attention to where I fall in alignment. But what we don't realize is that all this pent up misaligned energy is also being projected out to other humans. And the truth is humans just don't know how to interpret that. Because unlike horses, our human brains attach all these stories and experiences, uh, you know, past experiences or made up experiences and possible, often terrible outcomes to these limiting beliefs. And everything becomes muddled in our brain and this just gets to the point where we can no longer tell our own truth from the lies that we've created. An even harder pill to swallow, though, 
is that once you've identified that you're having these negative thoughts, you start to notice how often you use these limiting beliefs um, in your arguments, like against doing things that you're being led or called to do. You're, you're literally arguing for your limitations rather than for your possibilities. So, you know, someone might just come up and talk about how they really want to start their own business. They just, they love baking and they really want to have a bakery. But when you say, okay, well, why don't you go start the bakery? And the first thing I said, well, I don't have the money and I don't really know how to bake anything. And I don't really know how to do this or that. And I wouldn't have any kind of support and I wouldn't have this, you know, the, the, the things start piling up and, you know, your inherent belief, just for example, that you don't have enough money. It prevents you from taking any risks. Um, you know, it prevents you from shifting to that, um, starting your own business or shifting to a job that could bring you more joy or give you more time with your family. This doesn't mean that, um, you know, this is not to negate that, uh, money is a real struggle. Um, you know, this is a very systemic and societal issue all around, um, for everybody and, um, money concerns are real. Um, you know, it's a real trigger topic for people too. And understandably so I just, I struggle with this every day, literally. And, um, I've come a long way. I've done a lot of work around this, but it's still a struggle. And, uh, you know, there was nothing comfortable about leaving my corporate paycheck behind to pursue my dreams, but we always have a choice and, we can choose to worry about everything bad that could happen. We can choose to dwell on all the bad circumstances holding us back. Or we can choose to think about how amazing things could be if we just let it. Our minds are incredibly powerful tools. And how we choose to use those tools determines what we create in our lives. So here's another question. What would you do... If you knew that if you took that risk, say for, for that dream job or to try a new hobby or to move across the country, whatever it is, if you knew that things would work out for the better, what would you do? You know, things might be tough for a little while, but in the end, you knew that you'd be happier and that you'd be making enough money for what you needed during that season. The thing is that we can't know for sure what the outcome will be. And it's that, it is that unknown. That's what terrifies us. I mean, the unknown is scary and it, and it scares us into creating these false limitations in our brains. You know, we're trying to protect ourselves and that protection manifests itself as fear. It all stems from this deep seated fear, fear that will fail. Fear of being judged, fear that our creative work isn't wanted or appreciated. Um, so knowing this, you know, what if we all took a step back and we observed all these thoughts, all these uh, negative beliefs that we've created rather than falling prey to them? So one way I like to do this is imagine that someone you love and care about was saying the same things to you about themselves that, that you're saying about yourself. 
you know, how would it make you feel? Would you be wishing that they'd stop complaining? Would you wish you could help them find a way to get what they want? Probably if you care about them. Um, Would you want them to do uh, what would make them happy? I mean, isn't that what we want for everyone? We want them to be happy. So why are we going to treat ourselves so much worse than the people we care about most? I mean, we have to care about ourselves before we can care about other people. And so it's a, a, you know, it's sometimes we get so lost in these thoughts, these negative thoughts that we think we are our thoughts. You know, we create this persona, this awful persona in our heads of ourselves. But if we can step back and shift our perspective just a bit, we'll see that these limitations are self-inflicted. And it's in fact only ourselves that's holding us back. And when you realize how many of these limiting beliefs you have, it can be, it can be really overwhelming and mind-blowing, honestly. So practically speaking, how can we reframe some of these thoughts? Um, I would choose, my suggestion to you would be to choose one thought to begin to reframe in the beginning. One thought that you noticed you have a lot. And this is going to require some reflection and it's going to require probably some journaling. Or maybe if you're not a journaler, talking it out with someone that you trust. Uh, Heck, talking to yourself in the mirror even. Um, But getting it out of you, you know, um, so that you can really see what's going on. So one example, uh, if your limiting belief is that you don't have time, a reframe would be, and I actually heard this uh, on a podcast, um, is that remember that you make your own schedule because we do. I mean, even if we have our job that's at a certain time or we have, um, you know, a kid that we have to get to daycare at a certain time, we still make our schedule and we still have things scheduled around that. And, um, so another reframe would be, I can rearrange my schedule to fit this in, or maybe it's, I have family support that can help me figure this out. You know, it's reframing to embrace the possibility that you can make these things happen. You know, it would, it would be really easy for me to have not recorded this podcast today. My dogs escaped from our yard three times. I'm pretty convinced that one of them is Houdini reincarnated. Uh, I had a flat tire on my truck that we fixed just in time to go get hay for my horses, (laughs) uh, which is a pretty big job in itself. Um, I always have my three-year-old 24-7. That's my biggie. Um, And on this day, she's a little under the weather, so she's been extra clingy and somehow extra talkative. And our family that usually helps uh, watch her when I'm recording couldn't help uh, on this particular occasion. And, you know, I could go on. (laughs) The point is, this type of craziness seems to happen all the time for me and my family. You know, every day is something. There's always going to be something. And I could make a million excuses as to why I can't do this. But I really love sharing with all of you on this platform, particularly, So, um, rather than just throwing in the towel and going to bed, I waited until my husband got home 
which wasn't until 10.30 at night. He took over baby duty, took her in the bedroom so I could watch a movie while I finished up my notes. And, uh, I, well, he tried. He, he ended up passing out. He had a long day at work. And uh, I ended up still having to put her to sleep. But it's a thought that counts. And, uh, but eventually, I hid in her bedroom. Uh, that's where I am now. Uh, that she never sleeps in, by the way so that I could record this. And um, full transparency, uh, if you can believe it, I am sitting in a baby shark tent uh, with a blanket over it for better acoustics, <laughs> which based on my test uh, test recording um, sounded like I was doing all right. So maybe I'll be doing all my podcasts from a baby shark tent. That'll be fun uh, behind the scenes picture. <laughs> but anyway, it's um, so it's true what they say. We make time for the things that are important. So another way to think about this is think back to your teenage years uh, when you would do whatever it took to get your parents to let you do that one thing, that one time. And uh, my teenage daughter wouldn't know anything about this, of course. But you gave it your all, right? Like you did everything you needed to do to make sure that you got to go do the thing. Um... On the flip side, though, when something scares us, sorry, you might have just heard my cat. He wants to be in this baby shark tent with me. (laughs) Anyway, on the flip side, when something scares us, we make excuses. And, you know, in our head, these excuses have, like, become these, uh, have they formed into actually legitimate reasons why we can't do something. So if you find yourself making those excuses or arguing with people or yourself for your limitations and these limiting beliefs, maybe take a breath and ask what it is that's scaring you. And then I would ask, what's the creative solution that could help you move through that fear to what it is you really want? And... As you move through the rest of this week and you recognize some of these limiting beliefs popping up, instead of accepting them as truth, I want you to start doubting those limits instead of yourself. Let me say, let me say that another way. Doubt your limits, not yourself. Everything we do, whether it's from positive or negative mindset, it's creating momentum in our daily lives and you're moving towards something either way. You know, you're, you're always moving towards something. So how about, you know, rather than getting stuck in these negative falsehoods and these limiting beliefs, you let yourself move toward a life of possibility and a happier tomorrow. I mean, what's there to lose besides your limiting beliefs? <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's any loss there. Uh, you know, give it a shot. So I hope that this resonated for you and that you carry some of these thoughts and these tools back into your daily life um, so that you can truly begin to live that life I know you want to create. So until next week, keep creating and shining your unique light on the world. Thank you so much for joining me on the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. 
I hope you found this inspiring and motivating, and if so, please share with your friends or anyone that you think would enjoy this content. If you'd like to get to know me more, you can visit NicoleRomeroCreative.com, find me on Instagram at NicoleRomeroCreative, or you can join me and your creative peers over in the Creative Catalyst community on Facebook. That is a very engaged group, and we would love to have you, and you can share your ideas, join in on inspiration and topics, and let me know anything that you want to hear in this podcast or ask any questions that this content may have brought up for you. So until next time, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, creativity matters and your particular brand of creativity matters. So keep lighting up the world with what makes you you.